See this? This is my boomstick. Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. I'm funny, how? Are you funny like I'm a clown? I amuse you? Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh? I'm here to fucking amuse you? What do you oh, mean, no, funny, how? Yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying <laughs> I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And, and we're, we're back. back. Finally. Finally. Yeah, you guys thought we gave up on you, didn't you? Yeah, well, we, no, we're here. Yeah, we were, we're on here. summer hiatus. Actually, we were doing shows the whole time. We just forgot to hit record. That's it. Yeah. Yep. The summer summer hiatus thing works because uh, then it's like we planned it. Oh, yeah. As, That's as okay, yeah. It was to, a summer hiatus yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, as opposed to what really happened, which was we just couldn't get together. Yeah. It just kept... We kept missing each other, basically. We were like, no, I was going to say strangers in the night, but that's not right. No, um, we, we, didn't we were have. like, um, yeah, never well, mind. Well, we did it work. Yes, we did it work. Yes. At the anyway, Widget Factory. So we're back. We're back. Actually, what it boils down to is when there's two people, it's just much harder to get together. At least when Mal was still here, if one person couldn't make it, the other two would carry on. Yeah, so, so it was always two out of three. Now it's two out of two or nothing. <laughs> yeah, because neither, although Mal will do solo shows, neither one of us will. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't do that to you. We'd have to fake somebody else's voice to pull that off, which reminds me, yes. I'm Promi and you're... Oh, Men With No Name. Yeah. Or Banshee. <clears throat> or Animal Lover. <sighs> God's sake, that one can't. He's like, let it go. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's new with you? Not a damn thing. In a month, kidding. In a month or whatever, it's been nothing new, huh? Uh, yeah, a couple things. One or two things for me. Um, I got the forty-eight hour film festival. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Um, that's an annual uh, show right there. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to tell us about it. I'm sure I will at some point. Okay. What else? Um, let's see. What else? Oh, uh. Uh, my my experience with uh, Facebook and how fast information, especially when it's bad, <laughs> yeah, travels. <laughs> I could put a little a little couple of cents into that story. And uh, hmm, I guess that's about it for me. I'll probably think of something else before the shows over, maybe during a music break or something. How about you? Not a whole lot. It's been a dull month, basically. Um, I can tell for those of you who who care. My dog Max, who I think on the last show he was pretty, we were just pretty much waiting, waiting for him to pass away. He is not fine, but he is as good as you get at seventeen and a half. He'll actually be eighteen in November. Wow! And we switched. I I don't think I've talked about this, but just judging by the time since the last show. Um, he was he wasn't eating a lot he he wasn't doing so well we switched to canned food still the same diet that he's on it's for his kidneys but he's actually getting around better his tail is wagging he's alert i mean you know as alert as you can be with poor vision and very slight hearing but he's pretty good so i'm we're both happy 
As a matter of fact, uh, someone said the other day, How, how's Max doing? And I said, well, he's doing good enough that I'm not on the verge of tears all the time. Where before, I definitely was. <laughs> it was like any time I thought about him, I'd start tearing up. But not anymore. So, that's something good. That's cool. I also found a pretty cool podcast. Yeah. Two Dimension Two Dimension Podcast. Ah, yes. Yes. Yeah, Friends of are, ours. Yes, one of which was is actually an occasional dork. Yes, he is. Well, he's always a dork. Well, he's always actually, a dork. Actually, but... now that I think of it, the two that I know well, they're both dorks. Yeah. But that's a good thing. But one's been on, one's an on-air dork and the other is a listening yes. dork. The other's, he just listens now and then. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, they started their own podcast. Now... I want to, I should have had this ready, because I want to say it is two, T-W-O, no, or the number. God, I'm sorry. It'll be in the show notes. Yes, we'll have to put it in the notes. Two Dimension Podcast, and it's a comic book podcast. They've only just started. They've only gotten, I think, three shows. I think it was two, wasn't it? Was maybe, it two, maybe it was Two three. or three. So they still have, um, we still have quite a ways to catch They're up. They're young. We can take a couple of hiatus. Before they catch up. Yeah. Um, but check them out. Comic book talk and, and... Yeah, if you're into comics, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, they actually they did a good job. Yep. I listened to them the other day. Comic books aren't my thing, mm-hmm. but I listened anyway, and they did a good job. I was, I was impressed and proud of them. So good job, guys. Um, I also discovered another podcast that... Um, that I like a lot. It's uh, the Nerdist. Oh yeah, and it's Chris Hardwick from um, Web Soup. Okay, he does a podcast with two of his friends, and they they talk about all sorts of things. A lot of times they interview people because mm-hmm. he's he's like all over the place. I didn't realize he was on Attack of the Show on G Four. Oh yeah, he's on that. He's on. Um, web soup and he's on a lot of different things like he just hosts a lot of different um stuff Hmm. plus he's a stand-up comedian but um there's a lot he's he's very good friends with will wheaton from star Star trek Trek. they've known each other since they were 17 Hmm. so there were a couple of episodes where he was on and they were you know talking about the old days and it was kind of cool you know, just hearing, just hearing uh, someone else's life. He seems like a normal nerd, like we're a bunch of dorks. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool actually, and it's on iTunes. Cool. So not that not that we're promoting it because by no means he has no clue who we are, and we don't want to steal our advertise. We don't want them stealing our advertising no, dollars. They have advertising. No, I'm joking because yeah, <laughs> they actually have people who pay and sponsor. But anyway, there's there were a lot of cool, cool episodes that I've listened to so far. So cool. Just something else for you to, for you to check out out there in case you know you want something a little different. Yeah, and I think that may be it. That may be all I have. Wow. All right, well, I'm for sure our first music things. break... No, just <laughs> kidding. So tell us a story. Um, all right, well, I guess I'll start with the Facebook one. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, um, so 
first of all, I have a couple of gripes with Facebook in general, which are that the navigation on that site just blows. Yeah, it sure does. She, doing anything, like I've liked pages before, and I keep getting updates for these things that I've liked in the past. And I couldn't, for the life of me, it, I, I couldn't figure out how the hell to get rid of it. Because, like, one of them was, like, a stock agency. And it was like, if you like us, we have a free image of the week. And, you know, people who are fans of our page will have access to it. And so I signed up for that. Never got a free image. But got but in my timeline, there was they were always pimping the image of the day, uh, you know, which was, you know, a four-pay download. It was just of like course. A, but I've been dealing with that for, like, eight months because I couldn't figure out how the hell to get rid of it. <laughs> uh Finally did that, though, but one day I was poking around in my profile, and apparently I changed my status from um, in a relationship with Mimi Bun to single. Oh, that's when you were you were checking out the – because I told you they have the domestic partnership. Yeah. And I told you there were a couple of other ones that, that I couldn't remember what they were. That's right. I remember you telling me that you would look at them or yeah. something. Yeah, and, uh, you know – now she updates her she, – she says something on her page, like, Facebook just informed me I'm single. Don't. And uh, at the widget factory, it spread like a like like locust. Just whoosh. people suddenly there were people talking, get... and then there were other people talking, and people oh. that we didn't even know were coming up to her and talking to her about this. And this was like within twenty or thirty minutes. Wow. Never mind that it was also while they were supposed to be widgeting. But <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it was just amazing how what the fallout was on that. And it was only and then it, then the, to make matters worse, we ha- I had a. A thing that night that was actually related to the 48-hour film festival, which I'll talk about a little bit later. So the status ended up staying that way for about six hours. But, oh God! But uh, until I could get home to change it again. But wow, you know. It's, oh, because that's not something you can change on a on an iPod or a phone. Well, or... here's the thing: is I probably thinking about it now. I probably could have gone onto the website oh, from my true. phone, but that's the app true. won't let you. And yeah. I, the app was the only thing I was thinking of at the time. So, but yeah, what a mess. Oh, and I, and actually that wouldn't have mattered because I ended up leaving my phone at home for that oh. event anyway, <laughs> but just a, just a huge, huge mess. So, um, you know, if you think people aren't paying attention to you on Facebook, they are. And you know, it's funny you said that because, um, one of the radio stations I listened to out of New York, uh, they, they did an experiment where they had someone on their staff do exactly what you just said, but on purpose. Uh-huh. And, excuse me, and I believe she put something like, um, change her status to single, and and within, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, she started getting the same thing you said, the, are you okay, and is everything, you know, how's everything going, and, and then there were also the guys who were trying to see if they could... Get, you know, worm yeah, their like, way in there. So sorry so, to hear about that. If you need a shoulder... Exactly. Or... Exactly. It was pretty funny. Wow. Yeah. She did tell her boyfriend first. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. On that same note, though... Um... Facebook still? Mm-hmm. On Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Because I actually have a little piece, unless it's the same as what you're going to say. No, no, no. Mimi Bun's niece has been in a rocky relationship with her boyfriend. She's like a 20-year-old girl. And she recently, this a little while back, she changed her uh, status to civil union because she didn't know what civil union meant. 
She just what thought it she meant, say? like, they were getting along at that point. <laughs> like, at that point, everything was civil because yes. they'd been, in, you know, arguing and fighting a lot. And that was awesome. She was, like, the only person in her family that didn't understand what the term meant. So would she start getting texts and phone it calls was like, and stuff? so glad you finally feel comfortable enough to let the world know, you know. And, <laughs> and she's like, what? All confused. Yeah. That's pretty funny. They're like, well, you know, that's a brave step. You know, that's 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 it's a difficult person move for anybody to make in their lives, and it's gotten easier. And you know, society is more accepting. But we're proud of you. And wow, she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the course of like an hour, there were like thirty messages on her status, and then boom, suddenly it changes because <laughs> I guess she looked it up. <laughs> it's pretty funny that you have to look it up to see what it means. Yeah. At least she didn't put domestic partnership. That's true. I don't think it was. I don't think that one was there then, though. Oh, okay. But yeah, she just thought that meant that it was they were getting along. You know, yeah, not exactly a relationship, but we liked each other too. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, Samaj was Samaj at work Mm -hmm. was telling me he came over to my desk the other day and he's like, click on Facebook. I'm like, I can't. He said, just do it. So I go over to Facebook, and he says, click on on your profile. I click on my profile. Click on edit friends. I click on edit friends. And now I forget what it was. Off on the, that was all on the right side. Then off on the left side, it said something like contacts or phone numbers or something. I clicked on it, and everyone in my, that's on Facebook... That's in my phone. Their cell phone number was on my Facebook page. Nice. You mean like anybody could see their number from your page? Yeah, I think. Although it's an edit friend, so I don't know. But your phone number was there. Although mine's posted. Yeah, but still. No, I'm just saying, though, mine is available. So yours is okay. Well, for people that, you know, for people that I'm friends with. Off on the side, there is a, a button that said something like, remove this or something. So I did that. And and last night, I was flipping through an app on my phone. And it was like news, you know, news of the day or something. And somewhere I saw, like, people outraged at Facebook's phone something. So apparently that was like the big thing going around. You know, Facebook is giving out phone numbers again or Whatever. So, Sharing your information, whether yeah. you like it or not, or whether you ever intended it to be or not. Yeah. Exactly. So if you don't want people that you know for their phone numbers to be posted somewhere, I don't know, just back up and do what I said to do. Or how was that for instructive? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what else do we have? Um, hmm. I have the 48-hour film thing, but that's going to run a little longer than what we have time for before the next music break, so... Okay. You look so, like you were going to say well, something. Uh, we we saw Mal last weekend. Yes. We Skyped with him. He seemed very happy. Right now, he's very happy. He's in Japan. Yeah. Which, if you follow his blog, Kimchi Agogo, Right, uh, isn't that yeah. kimchiagogo.blogspot.com, I think. Oh, okay. Or you can just Google Kimchi Agogo, and it'll take you there. 
And although he hasn't, I don't think he's posted anything since he's been in Japan. Has he? He did recently, he, he did? today okay. or yesterday. Okay, because, yeah, I looked yesterday or the day before and there wasn't any updates. I saw it today, so. Okay, good. Yeah. So, yeah, he, was, he wasn't the happiest of people over in uh, Korea, but he was very much looking forward to going over to Japan and visiting. Yeah, his post, uh, about Japan, his post is about Japan and basically how amazing it is. Cool. That's How, good. Like on the uh, Farnsworth Coolometer or something, it's a, <laughs> it's almost a 50 Fonz. Uh, I don't know what that Fonzie. means, but cool. Oh, you okay. Know, like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, he was he was at the home of one of the exchange students that he had at one point and um, was going to be visiting the others. So it was pretty cool. I was happy for him. He had a big smile on his face. Yep. He looked happier than... And he sent us a couple pictures and... Yep. And uh, uh, Houston's... And I don't know if you've looked on his Facebook page, but he's posted a couple of pictures on there, too. Oh, has he? A few, No, yeah. I haven't. Holding I... a samurai sword, next, sitting, standing next to a samurai actor. I take it back. I did see other that. Things. I did see that. He went to one of the big um He's developing studios. quite the physique, too, I've noticed. Apparently, oh. Korean food doesn't agree with him, because he's Real, I, much that slimmer I didn't looking. notice. Yeah. Oh, good for him. So it's the, the Mimi Bud and I were joking about how we could do the, the Korean-English foreign exchange diet program. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. But he looked happy. Looked yes. like he was having a good time. And yes, he did. Glad to hear that. Glad to see it. And uh, I'm sure we'll we'll hear from him. Hopefully he'll do a solo show when he gets or back. Or at least a drop-in or, or get, you know, we can do a Skype. Something. Yeah. Because uh, I want to... I want to hear all about it, especially meeting the samurai actor. Yeah. Because that's what the picture was. He was standing next to a samurai actor, and he was holding the sword. It was pretty cool. Pretty you cool. know he was it happy. Was. Yes. <laughs> he was He was probably like I was at the, the Star, Star Trek, Trek experience. Thing. Yeah. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, still haven't gotten to the uh, Star Trek the thing one over in, uh, the NASA uh, Space Center. How, Space how long Center. is that there for? It's either the end of August or the beginning of September. Hmm. So it's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. And actually, one of the guys on that Nerdist podcast that I listened to was at the last launch mm-hmm. and had, like, press creden- credentials. Is that, did I say credentials, that? Credentials, yeah. Credentials, yeah. And so he was, like, kind of behind the scenes and up, up close and stuff like that. But he did go through the, the Star Trek experience or exhibit whatever, or whatever calling it's it, yeah. called he didn't say how great it was but he did say that he took a lot of pictures a lot more than he should have hmm. so to me that says it that's was a, that's a that's a endorsement yeah, yeah pretty much so hope i get to it yeah me too i'd like to before it goes to we gotta we gotta work out a trip somehow yep all or right else. Um, is it music time? Yeah, it's, it's music time. So Yay. with that, we're going to go ahead and go to the Mumblers with Whale Song. Ah, I love that song. You've never heard it. Well, I'm about <laughs> to. Yes. Yeah. I, look, I, I got to go. If I paint a whale on a semi-truck and drive it out From town to town I will come back up 
wish I had been a pup, but now I'm fully grown. And if going away is a part of growing up, then it's now my time to roam. When I miss my home, I'll find a payphone, and I'll drop a hundred quarters in the can. We'll talk till three or four, or maybe even more, and I'll drive my hay truck upon the sand. Wrote you a letter, but I tore it up. For it rendered my intentions all wrong. 'Cause, honey, I just wanna cheer you up. So instead, I wrote you this song. A girl, and I've loved her for all of my life. And the pain that I feel when I'm around the world is like she's stabbing my heart with a knife. There will come a time when I make that woman mine. She'll hold me like baby in her arms. I'll come in sopping wet, and she'll rub me like a pet until I'm cozy and warm. But I can never stay forever, angel, and I don't say this. And make you cry, but there's some things you just can't change, girl. And a whale on a beach must die. Oh my gosh! And, and we're, back. we're back. And uh, thank you, Mumblers, for that. 
I, I see. I had never heard that one. Yeah. Just like you said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a first time for everything. Sometimes not, but true. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I did look up the um, uh, Two Dimension podcast, and here is their their website. It's two the the spelled out T W O Dimension Podcast dot blogspot dot com. Two Dimension Podcast, all one word dot blogspot dot com. So give them a listen. Friend them on Facebook and all that other fun stuff. Cool. So there you go. So tell us. You have a story. Yes, tell us I about do. the the annual it's one time a year, right? Yes. It's Boy, once it a year. seems like it was it wasn't a year ago. Yeah, it's actually been a little over a year. They but um cuz it wasn't done in the same month as it was last year, but uh so but yeah. for those who who don't know what it is, okay. What is it again? 48-hour film festival. Basically what it is is it's a team you you develop a team of people and it's a competition. You meet at a specific location at a specific time on a Friday evening. And you draw, basically you draw numbers to get your uh, genre of movie. And then they give you some pieces of information, like you have to use a certain character name, you have to use a certain line in the movie, and you have to use a certain prop. Is that all random? or uh, That's all, no, that's, that everybody involved has to do that. So, no, I mean, I mean like the genre. Is it a random pick, or yes, do you get to pick? it's a random which, pick. Oh, you okay. don't get to pick at all. And that's, okay. that's part of the. That's one of the challenging things. Ah, and then you. So everybody gets the same information, all the same criteria, except for the genre. The genre is there's I think 15 different genres total. Okay. And uh, you're basically given 48 hours from that moment to produce a film. Oh. To um, write a script, shoot it, edit it, however you see fit, and then How long turn it and submit it in. Uh, between four and seven minutes. Oh, Minimum okay. four, maximum seven. You think, oh, that's not too bad. <laughs> but Once you start editing. Yeah. <clears throat> and the funny thing about it is, is they, so, so we did it, first of all. So we did that. And uh, then a couple days later was the premiere, which was basically, they split it up into two categories. So there was like a Wednesday showing and a Thursday showing. Okay. And you're told which one you're in. Uh-huh. And then you go, and everybody who goes gets a little ballot because they do an audience favorite, but then there's actual judges that will judge it. And there you win on different kinds of criteria, like best use of character, you know, for the character. Is this at, like, use. someone's house or something? Oh, no, it's it's actually done in a theater. I mean, it's basically, a, it's a, uh, this time it was in uh, Central Ebor. Wait a minute, how many people are in this thing? That are, like, involved in yeah. it or were in our group? I don't know, a few hundred. Oh, okay, this is a lot bigger than I... Remembered. I thought it was fairly yeah, small. Yeah, there were uh, 28 total groups that that, that, com- that entered this year. Um, there were a total of 28 that entered, a total of 25 that actually submitted films, meaning at least three, three, three of the groups three just gave out. up. Yeah. Okay. And then um, out of the 25, 22 of them came in on time. For the oh. three, the three that come in late, basically the only thing that they qualify for is um, fan is audience choice. They, gotcha. they, they're not eligible for any of the other prizes because they... They went outside the time. Time, okay. yeah. And uh, what it was is that it was at 7.30 that they were we were cut loose from the finding out your information. Right. On Friday night, um, Cheese, uh, the, the, the guy that was kind of in charge of our group, uh-huh. got it in at uh, 7.26 on Sunday. 
Oh, he made so, it by four minutes? Made it by four minutes. As, as in he was online and that would have been fine, or, or he got there just in time? He got there just oh, in shit. time. And he wasn't the only one, though. He said there were several other people. As a matter of fact, somebody pulled up in a car out front, like a pickup, and a, a very, he said, really fat guy. I'll, I'll say a very obese fellow. <laughs> Uh, fell out of the passenger side of a truck trying to get in there with his with their with their entry uh, because it is it's a it, the thing is is you want as much time as possible right you need to, to do everything and in our case what we've done for the last few years now is um, on Friday night after we get the, all of our information we'll kind of get together and brainstorm and try to come up with the with a general concept of where we're going to go with it uh-huh. and then we try to to kind of fine-tune that a little bit with uh things like plot and stuff we always end up trying to go to the comedy route with things so usually what ends up happening that night is we kind of decide the general direction we're going and then we try to come up with certain kinds of gags we can work into it and then somebody will refine that into more of a script after okay. after we meet and uh this year the genre we got was period piece and which is what exactly which means basically something that takes place in a previous time previous oh, okay. era it could be as recent as, like, the 80s or pretty much as far back as silent film. Okay. It's up to you there. But some of the other genres are Western, um, film noir, uh, femme de femme. Um, what have you done in the past? We've done a docu- or mockumentary. I remember that. And um, what was the other one? Uh, crime drama. That one I don't remember. And they did another one the year before, but I wasn't involved with that one. I'm not sure what the category was that they had for that one. Okay, but um, but this year was um, period piece. Of course, we're like, oh crap, because what what complicates that is then you have to think about locations and props and stuff yeah. that all are representative of another era and clothing and hairstyles and language and uh, which which opens up a whole new can of worms there. Um, Can you do like the early two thousands? <laughs> I think that's a little not, not yeah. quite period. Enough. Yeah, that's a period piece that looks remarkably like today. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, science fiction, um, fantasy, um, musical is one. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. That would be tough. Yeah, we saw one of the mu- musical entries. The thing is, with this, with the amount of people competing in ours, there was overlap in them. In other words, there were oh, more than just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You said 15 categories, 28 teams. Yeah. Okay, so it was almost two per yeah. per category. And it looks like the way they split them up was, you know, between screenings. So we didn't see any that competed against the same gotcha. category. But uh, there were then, like, family movie, black comedy, comedy, what have you. So uh, we had to use a, a character was named, had to be named, I think it was Rebecca or Ramon England. Yeah. I think that was it. Um, the uh, prop had to be uh, a pair of scissors. The profession of the character, the England character, had to be pyrotechnician. And uh, there was one line that had to be used, which was, I'll deal with it in the morning. All that stuff has to be done. And I think the reason they do that is so that you can't pre-film it. Like, you don't know what your genre uh, yeah. is. You have to have a lead character with a certain name. Right. There has to be, you know, that way... That it kind of keeps well, like, you honest a little bit. Also, kind of the fun. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, it would, stuff in. Otherwise, it would be like going on a scavenger hunt and having the same list as you know another scavenger hunt you did. Yeah, you'd have everything all set. You'd be done right away. And and also watching it, that was one of the fun parts: is to watch the other movies and look for the look the for the hidden Mickey's. Yeah, <laughs> look for the characters. Look for the oh, there are the scissors. 
<laughs> and uh, the problem is, though, is that when you when it comes to the actual screening of them, it's it's not pleasant because you have such a wide variety. Usually, there's a few really good ones, like a, like groups that are involved in in filming stuff like professionally. Somebody uh-huh. is, or somebody is profe- a professional editor. And then you have people that are just don't have any clue what the hell they're doing. Ooh. There is an entry fee. It is 150 bucks per team to enter. So it, that, I wondered that. And aside from, you know, overhead expenses, that also does help cut down a little bit on somebody going Kids. out there and filming crap on their iPhone and submitting it. Yeah. Although last year there was one that was entirely filmed on their iPhone and edited on their iPhone. It, it looked like it. Ah. <laughs> but uh, but it, it can be very, very painful, though, because you – there's certain things like in doing stuff like this. If you think it, if you've done any kind of re- first of all, if you do anything like this for a living, you know it. If you've ever given it any real consider consideration or thought, you you know it. And if you've ever like studied anything about how they make movies or television shows yeah. or anything, you know it. You don't film in a linear manner. Oh no. You don't fi- you don't film beginning of story to end of story. You, right. You film like. You base it on scenes and whether you need daylight scenes or night shots right. or location shots. You get everything done in one location at one time a day, and then you move on. Right. And then you, you put that all together, editing. Well, a lot of people in the competition don't seem to understand that. Mm. And what you find is, is that you can also tell that they, don't, they didn't really write a script. They just kind of had an idea and then winged it because what happens is they start off pretty good or decent, and then you can see, like, right where they ran out of time and just had to, like – like the second half just falls apart completely or the, right. or the last third falls apart completely or it just abruptly ends because <laughs> that's as far as they could get with it. So they stopped and rendered it and turned it in. And it's like, wow. What do you turn it in on? Um, like a DVD, DVD or? or a flash drive. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Just wondered. Like one of the ones this year, there was one, uh, they got the category the subject of black comedy and they did a buddy cop thing, uh-huh. except one of them was a Muppet. And uh, okay. there was a serial killer that had been uh, targeting Muppet. They didn't call them Muppets. They called them furries or something. Yeah. And, like, there was a scene where they were, you know, like, lighting the Muppets on fire. You know, there was, like, a ball, and they were stuffed the animals. And, and the one had been a, a, a famous, you know, celebrity at one time. Yeah. And the kid's like, you're Mr. Fuzzy Wuzzy or something. He's like, no, I'm not, kid. Go away. <laughs> And uh, there's a scene where he makes out with someone. I mean, it, it was good, except that they ran out of time, so they couldn't dub the voice of the Muppet in at all. So every time he talked, it was just close up of him and no sound. Wow. One of the one of the guys from the team was was like yelling out his lines in the theater because that sucks. He'd be like, you'd see the mouth moving, and the co- and the police chief like, I don't want to hear another word out of you, fuzzy. And, and at easy. first it was like, what the hell's going on? And then, then there was like an explosion and they go, bang! Because they didn't have to, they ran out of time and couldn't put any of that into it. And then once they show everything, then they invite like the directors up to talk a little bit about the making of it. And then when it came to them, that guy's like, you know, we had all this done and we had that, but we ran out of time. And if you go to WWE, you know, and somebody is like, no whining. Because it's, it's sort of like they were saying, like, it would have been great, except and it's like, yeah, but that's this constraint we're all under. Yep. You bite off more than you can chew. And that's, and it's a shame because theirs was, did look like it was going to be good. It just, they didn't get done with it. Then you've got ones where they've just put these horrible special effects in the sci-fi one was just god-awful. What, like the ones that come with the uh, the computers? 
I, I don't know, know but it was like, like a lightning bolt. It was like a light. Yes. yes. Blue lightning. Yes. Yeah. And that it was used just, to come with iMovie. And it was so horrible and fake looking. Yeah. And just painful. And uh, <laughs> some of them were cute. Some of them were kind of funny. Uh, but usually, like I said, usually there's like three or four that look like they were produced at an almost professional level. Semi-professional. You know, we're talking like mm, late Skinamax without the boobs. Gotcha. Not exactly... You know, well, I remember yours from last year, and that one was pretty darn good. It was good. like Skinamax without the boobs. Yeah, I, and by that I mean passable, not not amazing. You know, because again, there's only so much you can do in that time frame. Well, yeah, but but it may have given the impression of looking like it was a professional team that had kind of put it together. This year in our screening, uh oh, you're shaking your head. Oh, so many of them were just mm, just awful, huh? Yeah. I mean, there were a few that weren't bad, but they all looked like home movies, almost all of them. It was just, it, it was remarkable that, I don't know, it just was not that, I just I just kicked our uh, studio dog in the face. Oh, I'm sorry, Max. But uh, He doesn't care. As long as you pet him, he's happy. But, uh, but yeah, it was rough. Uh, we, we ended up... Being and that's the other thing is they always say that they put them in random order when they play them. Uh-huh. But what it seemed like every year is is that they do some decent ones in the beginning and then some. The middle is like all the shit ones, and then the last few are usually what could seem to be the best ones. And it may just work out that way randomly. So but it's random to a point. Yes, but I, it seems like they maybe stagger them a little bit so that you start off decent and then like like to keep people there. Kind of I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know because for whatever reason, people that weren't involved actually do show up because you have to buy tickets to go to the screening. Oh, and. People and it's it's advertised in the paper and stuff. So people that aren't actually involved, that I guess just are gluttons for punishment, <laughs> actually do come to watch these these uh, travesties. And ours not not excluded. I'm not I'm not making it sound like you know that like like we're shitting gold or anything on my team. Well, what was your story? Our story. Uh, the name of our movie was screwed up. Um, and what we did was basically a parody of a 1950s educational film. Oh, nice. So, uh, oh, Matt would have loved that. <laughs> he would have so, been so uh, into that. Teaching children how the prop safety, prop safety in, in handling fireworks. And, okay. Uh, we couldn't, we didn't have access to live children, so we, we shot, we shot all the children and adult, uh, copy on green screen and then shrunk the, the adult, the children. <laughs> And since and since it was going to be like obvious, yeah. I mean, we have a we have a little girl that's fairly developed on the on the top section there. Yeah. Um, we also have a guy that's got a like a four inch beard, and we just we did his shirt rolled up with a pack of cigarettes, so it's just like obnoxiously obvious. Okay, I got you. Uh, we just decided, you know, just now nah, we're just going to run with it. But uh, basically, it's like they're in a classroom, and then it cuts to you know. Like outside in the field, them were handling the fireworks, and children should always be safe with this, and you know, be careful when opening your fireworks. Never light fireworks while holding them, you know. And it was like lesson one, lesson two. Well, this year, in, in past years, I've always just done kind of odd things. Like the first year, I was like the boom mic guy. 
Okay. I just walked around and carried a boom mic, and I remember that year I almost, I fell asleep holding the boom mic at one point because it was <laughs> like were, six, Are you up all night? Yeah. Literally? Yeah. Yeah, it was wow. like 6 in the morning, and we'd been filming, and we were just, I was waiting for something, and I was sitting Indian-style, like, leaning against the boom mic with it, the, you know, the base of it between my legs. Uh-huh. I, almost, I started to fall over, and someone's like, hey, 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 somebody, you know, I heard somebody say that, and I woke up, and I, yeah, the mic was going down. <laughs> Uh, last year I was in it. I helped with the uh, script a little bit, and then I just had my embarrassing moment. Um, yeah, I for, remember for that. Up until this year, I was known as Herrick to the people involved because uh, the theme of that one was a nudist, it was a story about a nudist resort, and the the gag with me was that I have a hairy chest, and our, it was, I was a bartender in the resort prior to going nudist, and uh, there were complaints about my service because of the drinks, you know. That there was a little more than just fuzz and the fuzzy navels and, and so on and so forth. Uh, but but this year, we decided that they, they decided they wanted to have some cutaway scenes to some diagrams, and I'm like, well, we can do better than that. Let's do animation. Oh jeez. And uh, they're like, well, if you can give us the parts, I'm like, oh no, I can do that. I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. You know, just sure, yeah. So. Uh, we worked it out, and I was going to do, like, four I think, or five animated sequences. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Now, never mind that I've never actually done what I just what I just signed up to do. It was so funny because my mouth just totally wrote a check. My ass had no clue how it was going to cash. So, would have been better off taking the shirt off, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, um... So we got to, we, so we were talking about it Friday night and we worked on it till about midnight and then kind of all went our separate ways. The um, person that wrote the script was supposed to email all of us, including me, so I could see what segments I actually had to animate because they didn't know for sure exactly what the dialogue was that was going to be going with what I was going to be showing. Uh-huh. And I didn't get it. So uh, we were supposed to meet at 10 a.m. The idea was is we get all this worked out, get a little decent amount of sleep under our belts, and then work through right so i show up and the, the, i should say that the group that i'm involved with is very good at this kind of thing um there's a decent number of them that actually do work in video professionally full-time okay that i should, should mention that up front it's they do training videos which in a way for our theme this year since it was an educational style kind of worked out because they already had a concept of the pacing they needed gotcha but um but we had that we had that to go with to begin with, and we, so we had a studio to work in with green screen and good camera equipment and all that nine yards there. But uh, we were going to meet at 10 a.m. So I get there, and there's nobody there, and uh, it's, it's about a quarter to ten, and I'm thinking, okay, well I'm early. And then I remembered that they'd said something about the studio moving, so I was thinking, well maybe it's not at this location anymore because there's still an office there for the company they worked for. So uh, I'm driving around because I know it's close. If, if it's not there, it's close to the office because there's people that work in that office that film in that studio, and they walk. I know I know that they've walked. That's in walking distance. So I'm this place is like an industrial park, and I'm driving around looking for a sign or looking for cars <laughs> that might be familiar to me. Right. And I'm just driving around, driving around. I'm trying to get a hold of Cheese, and he's not answering his phone. I'm texting him, and he's not responding to it and i come back around and i see somebody another car in front of the studio and i pull up and yeah is one of the people from our group and he's like yeah i don't know what's going on nobody's nobody's uh calling me back or anything or nobody's answering 
And I'm like, I'm in the right place, right? And he's like, yeah, this is it. Well, I get a call from Cheese, and it's like, uh, at this point, it's about 9.30 or 10.30. And he's like, I'm running late. Um, I'm on my way. Uh, see you. <laughs> so he gets there at about 11, at which point he informs me that he woke up not remembering that he had anything to do that day. Oh, my gosh. There had been some drinking involved. I, I should probably I should probably mention we uh, where we had our meeting was at a place called the Beer House, which was like a or the house sorry House of Beers, okay, which is like a which is basically like a um like a beer house where they have like makes forty taps and they change them. Basically, when a when a keg run, runs out, it gets swapped out with a different with a different flavor essentially. It's kind of cool. So it's like a beer connoisseur's type of bar. Okay, well. Cheese has spent a lot of time and a lot of money there. So they had this other storefront next door that I think they're eventually going to incorporate into their bar, but they haven't yet. It's just kind of like an empty place with a couple of couches in it. Yeah. And they basically gave us that area for our meeting space. So that's cool. We were going next door and getting beers and then coming back over for our thing. So I, I should mention that. that And when I left at midnight, Cheese was still hanging back to have a few more beers. Gotcha. So he woke up not not he said he got to bed around six AM and he woke up not remembering that there was anything going on. So uh so we got off to kind of a rough start, but as soon as we got inside I, I brought my laptop and even before I had a place to really work I was I was starting to look up reference stuff for the style of the the animation and stuff that I was gonna need to do and trying to figure out exactly what the scenes were and everything. I ended up working on it from eleven AM that morning to about 5.30 a.m. the next morning. That was when, and the only reason I, I, I did stop for about 20 minutes for lunch, and we did go out for dinner at 9 for about an hour. So I did have a little bit of a break in there. But I worked from, so more or less we'll say from from 11 to like say 4 to be, you know, would be about the time frame. The only reason I stopped is because at some point, everybody that was involved that actually worked where we were filming yeah. had gone home or was ready to go home. So I had to leave because oh. I couldn't just be there by myself. Right. Um, and I was working at a computer much faster than my laptop or anything I had. Uh-huh. So um, it was kind of like a, we had to call it a night. So it worked until 5, 5.30 and then met back there again at 10 a.m. next morning. And was there from 10 a.m. till about 2, or actually, no, I guess it was 10 a.m. till about 5 p.m. Yeah, 5 p.m. Working on this. I actually did manage to get done with the animation by about 3.30. But um, then they started asking for things like title cards and... And all this, oh. like, like it turns out when you're when you deal with video, you don't know how to do anything with text because <laughs> they needed things like at one point when the characters' names, they needed something to come up with their names underneath them. Right. So they sent me a screenshot and they're like, match it to this, like put this here and this here on it. And then they needed the title thing and then like the closing credits, and I'm like, oh, that's easy. That's just like setting a menu. And they're like, yeah. Uh, it was just funny though because it was like I don't know what they would have done otherwise because it's because would have typed it out on a typewriter. I don't know. It was just it was the funniest thing though because it was like when I realized it, I'm like wow you guys can't do that huh? But uh, but anyway all this time and my total total length of my animation yeah about thirty seconds. Oh. No, I mean but but wait and none of it got cut. I should mention too. That's how long was the movie total? 
the movie total was uh, about six and a half minutes, six wow. minutes. So you had a, a decent chunk. Yeah, I had a good you amount of screen. You had one thirteenth of the movie. <laughs> plus the closing credits, plus the title there sequence. You go. Plus the, yeah. But, uh, but no, all that time and all that work, and I produced about 30 seconds wow. worth of animation in it. Uh, I'll show it to you yeah. once we're done recording. Actually, I'll put a link to it if I think, because I think it's available. Uh, but it, it came out pretty decent. Um, we had some good people doing the acting. We had some amazing people doing editing. We had one guy that worked almost as long as I did um, just on doing post-production, like separating the, um, things out and adding effects. Like there's one scene where uh, Speedo Man is in it. There's one yeah. scene where his chest gets blown out and you see through it. <laughs> wow. And he's like, just like, oh. I mean, and he did all the special. This guy did all of the special effects in it. Very um, cool. And we had a much more dedicated group of people this year than we've ever had before in terms of it because usually, like, everybody that's doing the acting and stuff kind of comes and does their crap and then just leaves and then there's, like, two or three people involved in actually doing all the, yeah. the post work on this. But, like, one of the, the one that played the girl in the movie was actually one of the people that works at the studio and she's like, well, I can, you know, what are we going to do after this? And they're like, nothing, we're done. And she's like, well, there's got to be something we can do. And uh, she's, so she actually stayed back and helped preparing video and stuff. And it was just cool because cool. it was like a kind of community effort. But, but uh, that's about all I have to say on that. So we're going to go ahead and take another music break. All right. And in this uh, break, we're going to be listening to Mika Bomb. And yeah, yeah. we're going to be listening to Contact Tokyo. Oh, love that song. Yes. So Contact Tokyo, and then we will be back. Woohoo. I know my own needs. And what I need from an automobile, I know I get from this new Cordova. I could ask for nothing beyond the quality of Cordova's workmanship, the tastefulness of its appearance. I request nothing beyond the thickly cushioned luxury of seats available even in soft Corinthian leather. Yet it is on the highway where Cordova best answers my demands. much more in this small Chrysler than great comfort at a most pleasant price. I have great confidence, for which there can be no price. In Cordoba, I have what I need. Just know it. 
Look, I, I gotta go. Okay, very cautiously, I think we're back. Woohoo! This, okay, this is, a, this is the fourth time we've tried to come back from the music break. Uh, a couple of misfires yeah, and a name drop. drop and, and, uh, <clears throat> man, man, with no name, let the f bomb fly. And well, of course, because we're G rank. Yeah, hi, exactly. Uh, so, so yeah, Romy. Yes. How you feeling? Okay. Why do I ask? Because yesterday I kind of... Um, you, you actually started telling me this story and I said, record! I left work early yesterday because my coworker caught me asleep holding my head at my desk at work. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I, I, I remember I was looking at my screen doing something and I was holding... I was, I hadn't, I'd been feeling horrible all day. And I was like holding my hand, head in my hand, like leaning against you know my hand... And I was looking at something at my screen, and the next thing I know, I hear somebody go, Promi, are you okay? Do you need help? And my eyes flew open, and I had no idea how long I'd been in that position. I mean, I was still sitting up, I was, but I was unconscious. Three days later. Yeah. Uh, the night before, we'd eaten someplace that we've eaten before and not had too much trouble, but, oh, wow. My, my stomach was doing the mamba. Oh. And... Uh, on top of that, I had, like, a low-level headache, and I sat on one of my feet weird, and my ankle was kind of screwy. I was, like, beat up that day. You, you were also, you had a fever, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. From what you were saying. So, maybe a, a mild case of food poisoning there. Probably. Uh, if you had a fever, yeah. And one of the thing is, what I'd eaten was a Monte Cristo, and Mimi Bone was like, maybe that was the recalled turkey. Ooh. I hadn't even thought about that, but um, and I but I I brought that food for lunch that day. I brought my leftovers. Jeez! But I'd had a horrible night's sleep the night before because my side was hurting and I was just had this general achy feeling that just was like, ugh. And I woke up kind of early in the morning, all on my own, and I thought, well, maybe you know, I'm, I guess I'm not doing that bad. And I I thought to myself, I haven't really had that much sleep though because I know I was up most of the night. But then I thought. You know, that's probably just my imagination. You know how that works where you, you feel like you were up a lot, but in reality you just woke up frequently. So I thought, you know, I don't really feel tired. So I went into work. Well, all day long I was sitting there falling half asleep and just, just miserable, miserable, miserable until my coworker caught me basically unconscious. So uh, he's like, you know, you need to go home. And I, this is the first clue that something was really wrong is that I didn't even put up an argument. I'm like, you're, you're <laughs> That's right. That's not like you. Yeah, I'm like, you're right. And I'm getting ready to go to Widget University, which is our, our, our company convention. Uh-huh. And I'm one of the uh, trainers at it. I've got like a three-hour class that I'm doing. And we just had a run-through. And we, they, there were all these little changes and all these tweaks to the procedures that I'm going to be teaching. 
Uh, so I had like a lot of work to do. There's right. a lot of stuff I got to get ready for, and we're flying out on Wednesday uh, to go to New Orleans, where it's going to be held. And I didn't get squat done yesterday. I mean, I literally got nothing of consequence done because I spent the entire day like half unconscious and just miserable. And I'm I actually saw you leaving. Yeah, I happened to look up. Actually, someone else saw you leaving. Said, "Oh, maybe we need to go rescue him." Because it looked like someone was about to come talk to you. They did. And then we saw that you had the knapsack on. Yeah. Um, yes. That, 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 that someone that likes to trap me, right, trapped me. And I, my, the, the particular coworker that got me saw him coming and his eyes got really big like, oh, crap. Because that's exactly what happened. And, of course, I'm sitting there like with a stone look on my face and my backpack and. Like, on my way out, clearly, but this guy that I think may suffer from a mild case of Asperger's totally didn't notice any of that. Sure you want to say that? Well, mild case of, we'll say. You know what Asperger's, the inability to, I honestly think that may fit this person to a certain degree. Wow. Just because, you know, because they have a habit of getting into conversations with anybody and not, and realizing much too late that the other person is no longer interested in the co- you know like yeah. not knowing when it's time to to pack it in uh but to make oh, it out though yes i finally made it out okay, good. and I, i'm you know i'm a salaried employee there was no reason for me to stay really except for the fact that i kept thinking i gotta get this done yeah. i gotta get this done which was completely stupid since i got nothing done <laughs> uh but, uh, yeah, I feel like this has been the promi show tonight. But that's okay. I could have done a show by myself. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, hey, you had stuff to say. Yes, I did. And, unfortunately, I have captive people who have nothing better to do for eight hours a day. That's myself. right. So um, we're a couple minutes shy of the hour mark tonight. Close but enough. I think we're close enough. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, pack it in. Yeah, we got to go eat. Yeah, we got to go eat. So uh, I'm promi. Are you sure? You seem kind of hesitant, like you were I had to sure. think about it for a second. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm Mal, because no. I'm used to, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm used to hearing. <laughs> but uh, I'm Promi, and you're... Man with no name. And we're... Bunchofdoors.com. So check us out on the web. Um, we'll have some links to some things tonight. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, hopefully. And... Uh, Shabalabalinga. Whatever.